And I think the longer you can stay with someone that can watch you every day and make sure you only form good habits, the better off you probably are. Welcome to the Major League Eventing Podcast, the show for eventing fans by eventing fans. And as usual, we'd like to highlight our sponsor, Cowboy Magic, Karen. So what do we have this week? This week, we have the Cowboy Magic Shine In Yellow Out. Shine In Yellow Out neutralizes yellow stains and brightens hair of all colors. Shine In Yellow Out takes even the worst yellow stains out of hair and gives dull hair of every color a more brilliant sheen. It leaves hair silky, shiny, and smelling good. Silky, shiny, and smelling good. It sounds like I need to use this. <laughs> so that's fantastic, Karen. We love Cowboy Magic products. Love them. This is a you need the you need yellow out in, yes. your, in your tech trunk. So thanks again, Cowboy Magic. We sure do uh, appreciate your sponsorship. Cold weather is here and the holidays are upon us. Get your favorite equestrian a Red and Goat jumpsuit and save $40 by going to RedandGoatEquestrian.com and enter MLE40 at checkout. And Karen, we got another review on Apple Podcast. Yeah, five stars. Five star review. The reviewer of the week, Karen. Who do we got? We have Bridesmaid81112. She puts the best inspiration. As a lawyer and adult amateur, I sometimes need a kickstart to get out of the barn after a long day of work. Robin Karen's enthusiasm about the sport in combination with the incredible stories of perseverance and hard work from all the top riders never failed to get me fired up for my evening rides. I've gone from hoping to kick around at training level indefinitely to upper level aspirations, much to the chagrin of my parents. Hey, yo, got her fired up, Karen. <laughs> yeah. That's what I'm talking about, firing people up. That's the whole, and one little word, that's the mission of Major League Event, get yes. people fired up. Fired up. Fired up about eventing. Fired up. <laughs> so I'm fired up. Are you fired up? Oh, yeah. So we know she's fired up. We're hoping you're fired up at home as well. So thank you so much for that review. That was wonderful, wasn't it? Yeah, Karen? it sure is. That was awesome. If you would like to share your comments, hit us up. We love the five stars, Karen. Yes. We love the five stars. Just saying. Hit us up. Hit us some five stars. Write us a nice little why, why you love the podcast, and we'll read it. Right? Yeah. Be the reviewer of the week. Reviewer of the week. So thanks a lot. We appreciate it. And this week, we'd like to recognize Sleeping Fox Farm Thoroughbred Rescue, Karen. Yeah. They provide rescue, rehabilitation, retraining, adoption, and sanctuary of off-the-track thoroughbred horses. Yep. Located in West Virginia, Karen. Yes, they are. Gary and Angie, right? They, they run the show over there. Yes. And you could go to their website, sleepingfoxfarm.com, to make a donation or even sign up to volunteer. Yeah. So awesome. So... Gary and Angie, the members of the Major League Eventers Group, Karen. Yes, they are. So let's support let's support the community, guys. Keep up the great work. And if you have a, a charitable organization you want to recognize, shoot us a message. I'm Karen. And I'm Rob. Karen, very excited. Yes, we are. We have a super, super exciting guest today. We have one of the hottest eventers right now. Yeah, Just he's on fi- fire. He's on fire. Finish up the season. He won the CCI Long at Fairhill Three Star mm-hmm. and the Three Star Long at Virginia Horse Trials. Welcome to the show, Woods Boffman. Thank you. Glad to be here. Man, this is awesome. This is awesome, Karen. This yeah. Is oh, yeah. Cool. Very exciting. Woods, you yes. finished up probably one of the best, like you probably had the best, well, maybe you and Aaron Sylvester 
are yeah. the big winners of the fall season. You guys did fantastic. Right, it was kind of cool. We both went off and then won another one right back to back. Yeah, man. Hey, that's a good way to go into yeah. the off season. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Never a bad way to end the year, for sure. Does it make you wish the season was a little longer and keep riding your your your, your high, or do you think it's okay to... It's good. Yeah, for sure. I was joking that if only I could find a catch ride, maybe I can make it three for three. Head on that jockey pub. That's awesome. That's awesome. <laughs> Figure not push my luck. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Don't push the Plus, it was kind of... It was... Uh, it was fair hill weather in Ocala. Yeah, very fair hilly. Yeah. Very fair hilly. So, hey, Woods, we always like to know, you know, since you're coming to us remotely, where, whereabouts are you right now? I actually uh, just kicked off my vacation today, so I'm uh, in the Cayman Islands enjoying the beautiful beach weather. Nice, oh. the Cayman Islands. I mean, listen, Karen, it's not quite as glamorous as, you know, our worldwide studios no. in, in cold Cecil County, Maryland. But hey, the Cayman Islands are a good second. Yeah, good second. Yeah. <laughs> right. what's, the, what's the temperatures out there? It's about, it was 85 and 90 today, so it's absolutely beautiful. Oh. I could go for that, Karen. <laughs> I know. For too. sure. Mm. <laughs> but you know what? When that's your off-season vacay, like your way you kick it off, that's, I think I'm, I'd be happy with the season ending. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, for sure. <laughs> That's awesome. That's awesome. Not a bad way to unwind. Heck yeah. yeah. No, no. Uh, so, Woods, what, we love to hear your origin story. So, can you take us back and tell us how you got your start in riding and then into eventing? Um, well, when I was four years old, I saw a rodeo and I uh, told my parents that I was going to go be a bull rider. And they didn't take uh, too warmly to that. <laughs> they weren't exactly thrilled. And uh, But I bugged them enough that by the time I was six, they agreed that I could start riding horses, but I'd start in an English saddle. And then uh, that spring, I made to see Kentucky and seeing a four or five, now five star in full force. I immediately was like, that's what I need to be doing. And I've just never looked back and had my eyes set on it ever since. That's awesome. Uh, That's that's awesome. So nice. You were saying you were originally from the Kentucky area. Like how far were you from the horse park? Right. I grew up uh, about 15 minutes from the Kentucky Horse Park, so I was always competed there, beginning office through intermediate, growing up at the horse park. Not too bad. Yeah, not too bad. <laughs> <laughs> I'll definitely give you some motivation. So hopefully one day I'll make it back to do the big one. Yeah, holy smokes. That'd be awesome. Yeah, Karen. that would be. So so you were six years old, and then you were going, did you completely lose the bug for being a bull rider, and it was straight, all eventing straight from there? Oh, for sure. I still think it'd be good fun sometime, but I don't think it's gonna, ever going to happen. No. <laughs> uh, you know, I'm sure you get a couple of young ones. They'll give you a little, a little buck and ride. And- yeah, close enough, right? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> close enough. Uh, that's so funny. And uh, so, wh- were you always? You said you always wanted to kind of ride a Kentucky. So, were you always when you were riding? Were you after that Kentucky experience? Were you always serious about riding, or was it always was it fun at first? Or was it always? Yeah, I mean, it's it's always fun. Like even now, I just there's nothing I'd rather be doing. But yeah, from day one, I just had my eyes set on I wanted to be the best, and I still want to be the best. And so it's always looking for the next step to try to get there and try to improve and try to find what I can do to get closer to that goal. Gotcha. And as you got older, and like, uh, you know, you're still a young man. How old are you now? I'm 23. You're 23 now. Pretty young kid, yeah, still just, knocking still baby. Out still, yeah. <laughs> so, can you tell us about as you, you know, your how, how your youth kind of progressed up to where you're at now? Like as far as you know, trainers you went with, and and you know, 
did you always stay in Kentucky or did you move around? Right. So I grew up uh, riding with Maggie Wright at Champagne Run in Lexington, Kentucky. And then after high school, I moved out and uh, became a working student for Sharon White. And I was with her for three years and um, it came to the point where I was given the opportunity from my family who are fantastic they always support me uh, to take a chance and go abroad for a year so I talked to Sharon about it and I had bought uh, a horse I had at the time Maverick McNamara and Sharon has bought quite a few horses uh, also from Dirk Schrada and so we already had the connection over there and it was someone we knew and obviously a fantastic uh, rider to go learn from so in the end, we decided that, that was the best fit, and so I went last year uh, at the very beginning of the year and stayed the whole year and rode in Germany with Dirk, wow. and it was just amazing. That sounds awesome. Yeah, wow. So tell us about that experience. What was what was that like? Yeah, for sure. <laughs> um, he he's quite um, he's very passionate about what he does. He wants everyone to be very good at what they do, and really pushes us every day and not afraid to tell you when it's not good enough. And so just that kind of pressure every day in and out really accelerated my progress. Wow. And did you bring a horse then, or did you just ride mm -hmm. his stuff? Yeah. So I brought uh, my horse Maverick McNamara and I competed him quite a bit over there and I ended up, I took him to Lemulin. And then uh, towards the end of the season, we could sort of tell he was nearing the end of his career. He was a bit older and he was quite a large horse that we never don't want to pound him too much more. Mm -hmm. So we decided that I'd be better off selling him and finding something a bit younger that could still go and compete at the upper level straight away, but still was more fresh in his body and had a few more years on him. So um, after we sold Maverick, I actually ended up buying a horse out of his stable that we had in uh, Contendro, Selavi, who's the horse I won Fair Hill on. Oh, okay. And he's now 11 years old, and he he can be a bit unruly, but most of the time he's just the kindest thing. He's a bit of a dingus, but <laughs> he's a total superstar. <laughs> Clearly. Clearly, yeah. <laughs> when, 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 he, when, it, when it's game on, it's game on, and he knows his job, and is quite good at it that is awesome what's it what's it like uh you know what's the german eventing scene like compared like are there a lot of are there any things that stand out that you can share oh with us yeah i mean the craziest thing is just when you look at the leaderboards at all the competitions because <laughs> i mean if you compare the scores of after dressage to the what is winning in the u.s I and mean, you're not even looking at the top 30 Wow. So it's it's a bit mind blowing. Of yeah, no wonder they're winning because if you want to be, you know, in the top twenty, in the top thirty over there, you have to be sub thirty. Hmm. And it's just that was a bit because over here it's just not the same. Like the the winners in the high twenties, and if you're in uh, the low thirties, you're still in the top ten. Right. Versus there, you're not even close to being in a placing wow are they are they doing a lot different in their in their dressage training or is it the horses or what what do you see that made it different made that dressage stand out the, i think 
they're just very, very disciplined and they pay attention. They know every single footfall of every horse they sit on. They don't make a, take a step that they don't mean to take and they just don't make mistakes. They just keep it as consistent and normal as possible. They don't, it's not necessarily that they're that much more flash of horses, but they are consistently doing the moves correctly. Interesting. So they just get, you know, if you get a seven, seven and a half all the way through, you're already looking at 70 to 75%. Right. So if you have one that can do a little bit of movement, then you're sitting at the top of the leaderboard. Absolutely. Wow. Holy smokes. Did you, did you want to stay or were you ready to come home after that year? Oh, I, I for sure could have stayed. <laughs> uh, would be love to stay longer. Um, it was an incredible experience. And, you know, if I had the funding, I for sure would try to stay a bit longer. But it was time to come home. And for sure, I missed home. Like, you're in Germany. Like, it's not home. Yeah. Yeah. As much as I love it, it's just, it's not home. Right. So it's always great. It was a great feeling when I got back to the U.S. and everyone was speaking English again and I <laughs> knew the foods and knew what I was doing. <laughs> Did you pick up much German out there? Uh, none of the good stuff. <laughs> <laughs> That's funny. Oh. Nothing you can repeat, right? <laughs> yeah, exactly. All the four-letter German words. Funny. For funny sure. Stuff. Uh, the uh, and now so when you came back to the states, did you come back to Sharon's or what? Where, where, what's what's going on? Yeah, I actually I took a quite the probably the longest vacation I've ever taken. I took about two weeks off to just go home and be with my family because you know I was gone the entire year, so I didn't actually get to see anyone while I was gone. So I took time when I got home while the horses were on break to just go and be with my family again, and then. Uh, after Christmas and the new year, I moved back to Sharon's. Gotcha. So basically it's been almost a year now, like maybe 11 months since you mm -hmm. came back from Germany. Right. Exactly. How about that? Have you, do you feel like, uh, I mean, obviously it sounds like he's winning a bunch of stuff yeah. now. So I'm guessing <laughs> no, yeah. time in Germany sure did help. Yeah, right? sure did help. That's pretty cool. Yeah, for sure. It, it, it just made me feel so much more, uh, confident and relaxed going to the ring and when you can actually take a moment and think clearly when you're in competition to take that breath and think through what you're doing next instead of what you just did wrong you can really actually have an influence over your results hmm. that's awesome and now and so are you are you still currently with sharon white i'm still with sharon right and what's your what's your position there uh, I am her assistant trainer at the time. Oh, okay. gotcha. So what's it like to be an assistant trainer with Sharon? What's your what's your day-to-day kind of uh, operation like? Uh, there's a bit of pressure because the expectation is that um, I don't make mistakes. Uh, <laughs> so day-to-day, -day, you know, we wake up and we do barns and make sure all the horses are well cared for and still look good in the morning. And then uh, we go through and re I ride uh, my own horse and her sale horses and maybe a few of the client horses. And then in the afternoon, if there's any lessons scheduled, I'll teach until barns. And then we do barns and turn out, uh, clean up everything and head on home for the day. So the assistant rider still has to help 
muck stalls and feed and all that good stuff? Oh, yeah. I'm out scrubbing buckets and mucking stalls every day. <laughs> <laughs> How many horses would you say you're sitting on a day, roughly, average? Mm-hmm. Well, right now it's down season, so I don't have too many. Only um, never more than five or so. In the main part of the season, we ride. Um, I can ride as many as seven and even possibly eight for enough, which wow. is fantastic because you get a ton of experience on all sorts of different types of horses that need all sorts of different things and are in different points in their training and different ages. And it's really great to have that kind of experience. Gotcha. And then does Sharon still coach you along the way or are you kind of like essentially just on your own and just riding the horses for her? Yeah. Every day Sharon's in the barns, keeping an eye on us, making sure that we're headed in the right direction, that we're training the horses and how she needs them trained and how she wants them going and making sure that everything's just in top form at all times. Gotcha. Hmm. And are you guys uh, going south for the winter as we kind of get get closer to that time? Uh, yes, we normally head down uh, early January. Gotcha. And where where do you guys head to? We go to Ocala, Florida. Okay. Ocala, this year, I believe we're going to be based out of Mardanza. Oh, oh really? Okay. Wow. Okay. Sarah yeah, so it's going to be a good place. Yeah. That's a beautiful place. Yeah, that is a beautiful place. Yeah. I saw she has some nice like uh, little cottages or, or what uh, mm-hmm. I'm not sure exactly what you call them for rent. And I was like, Sarah, my girl, hook <laughs> <look> me up. Happy <laughs> <laughs> little snowbird action. Sure. But it looks like Woods is gonna be in my yeah. chalet. Camp. Right, right. <laughs> That's pretty awesome. And how many horses Couch is open whenever you need it. Yeah, all right. <laughs> right. Hey, hey, be careful what you say, yeah, buddy. I know. You have a forty five year old man. <laughs> He's <laughs> crashing on your couch. <laughs> I'm not above it, Karen. I'm not above Maybe it. Not. If I go missing, check Woods' couch. <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> oh, and how many horses are you, you know, currently competing that are that are your horses? Uh, Contender is the only horse competing that I actually own at the time. Oh, okay. Um, I own him with my parents. Uh, the other horse I do still own is Montesquieu, um, who I also competed up through the advanced level, and um, he had a bit of a gone in Germany, and now he's coming back into work and is looking towards more of a lower level career. Gotcha. Yeah. Cool. That's awesome. Mm-hmm. That's awesome. Now, and and as far as goals, like what what's the end goal for you? What if you had a you know as you look out and you know. What, what what's the what's the the goals that you have in 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 place for yourself? Uh, the the near goal is to try to get to Kentucky as soon as possible, um, and get a good result there. And then uh, my main goal is you know one day bring home a gold medal for the U.S. Heck yeah! There you That's go. That's what I'm talking about. Maybe two or three. Damn, yeah, I'm, getting, I'm getting like some high fives <laughs> in the air right now. That's what I'm talking about. I can't wait. We'll be like we knew Woods. Way back when. <laughs> way back when. Way back when. <laughs> well, hopefully not way back when. Hopefully it's sooner than hopefully, Yeah, hopefully it's sooner. Hopefully it's like, ah, oh, you know, two years or a year ago. You yeah. Know, whatever. <laughs> Man, that's awesome. Liz. Yeah. That is fantastic. Hopefully I can just back it up. Yeah. <laughs> are, are there any, uh, are you, uh, are there, are there any plans of you going out on your own or are you right now still looking at just staying with Sharon's for the foreseeable future? Yeah. For Sharon, for um, the foreseeable future. Definitely for the next couple of years, just while I'm trying to get uh, 
on my own feet and find ground and try to learn as much as possible from her yeah. while I have the opportunity. Right. Um, I think the longer you can stay with someone, the more you opportunity you have to learn. Um, and, you know, when you go out on your own, you don't have the benefit of always having eyes on you. So if you start... Uh, falling short or making little mistakes in the day-to-day, you'll it'll start reflecting uh, in long term, and you'll form bad habits. And I think the longer you can stay with someone that can watch you every day and make sure you only form good habits, the better off you probably are. Wise words, Woods. Very wise words. Wise yes. words, Woods. The three W's. I love it. <laughs> 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 but that is super wise. There's a lot of people that, uh, you know, and I've heard it elsewhere, people talking like, oh, yes, I'm going to do six months and I go out on my own. And, and then what happens is you just, you know, the, the progress can end, mm-hmm. you know. so that's Right, for sure. I'd much rather look back and say, oh, I probably stayed a little too long than look back and go, wow, I really wish I had mistaken enough so early because I think, you know, it could really impact your progress. Yeah. Karen, we need someone that we know to hook us up with a Sharon White interview. Oh, you know yeah. what I mean? You know anybody Woods that would put a little word in old Sharon White's ear to say, Come on their show. <laughs> yeah, well, I'll give her a holler. Yeah. <laughs> no there problem. That'd be cool. We try to get a hold of her a little bit and we just have our wires are crossed. Yeah. So one of these days. Yeah, we'll get her. Days, we'll get her. Yeah. She's always busy running circles. Oh. Yeah, yeah. She likes yeah. to keep busy. Yeah, that's the tough part. All these eventers are busy, Karen. Yeah. Well, so. <laughs> we'll get her. We'll get her. We'll get her. We always get our woman. <laughs> <laughs> or a man, whatever it is, our writer, uh, our guest. <laughs> I ramble. Uh, so, all right. So, Woods, we're going to uh, do quick fire questions. Quick fire questions. And we're going to ask you five, you know, silly questions just to get to know you a little bit better. And quick fire questions is brought to you by Equiprism. Hurry up and order your custom penny to put under the tree for your favorite eventer. Ooh, all right. So, do you have any phobias? Hmm, not really, actually. <laughs> wow, that's. Really I bad. hate but the big thing. I hate when things jump out at me. <laughs> I hate surprises. If you want to hear me scream like a little girl, then just jump out from around the corner. <laughs> <laughs> so after his gold medal, he goes on Ellen. Oh yeah, no yeah. Popping out of the box, and that would not work. <laughs> <laughs> we'd, see, we'd see Woods heading for the hills. Oh, yeah. <laughs> 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 All right. Do you have any hobbies? Um, I don't get to do it as much as I would like to, but I do quite enjoy fishing. Fishing? What type of fishing? Like freshwater, saltwater? Uh, freshwater. Actually, my house in Kentucky backs up to a lake. I can walk out to the dock and just fish all afternoon and, you know, just unwind for the day and just enjoy sitting out and casting out. Uh, that sounds nice. That sounds is that like bass nice. or what? Is that what, like, what type of fish are in that lake? Yeah, we have, we have, uh, bass, crappie, bluegill. And catfish. Nice. Mm. So, yeah. Okay. I grew up catching catfish. They're slimy suckers, Karen. They're not as nice. (laughs) Yeah, they're nasty. They are nasty. (laughs) But you get some big ones, so they can be fun. and they can fight pretty good, so. (laughs) They don't put on much of a show, but they put on a good fight. Right, for sure. Okay. Um, Next question is, do you have a favorite event to compete at? I love Carolina International. Um, I just, it's that first big, for me, it's always that first big event of the year. And it just has that great feel of, yeah, now we're getting things cooking. We're getting things started for the year. And 
it's just a good feeling. Good answer. Excellent. All right. Any good luck or superstitions? Um, not really. I just, yeah, I don't have any superstitions <laughs> for morning. Yeah, no. All right. All right. Last question. If you could ride any horse, past, present, or fiction, who would it be? Hmm, I quite like the one I'm sitting on now. It'd be so fun cause, uh, to ride Theodore O'Connor because I think it'd be such a cool feeling to sit on such a small horse that had so much power. Yeah. That is a great Yeah, answer. great answer. That yeah. is an awesome answer. Like, for sure he'd be too small for me, but I, th I think it'd be such a cool feeling. Yeah. Yeah, right, yeah. <laughs> Yeah. And I'm sure I'm sure old Teddy O'Connor was going around Kentucky right when you were in your most, you know. Uh, right, for sure. I got to watch every single time he came out to the horse park. And uh, it, I just love seeing him. You never got to see him in person, Karen. Uh, did we do? I don't think we ever did. I thought we saw him at Fair Hill. Oh, hmm. I think I would have remembered. Mm, maybe. Maybe. I don't know. We haven't really missed him at Fair Hills. But anyway, yeah. I digress. Excellent job, Karen. Yes, very good. A++. Plus plus, <laughs> great <pass>. answers. <laughs> You passed the quick fire <laughs> questions. That was fantastic. Hey, I gotta ask you something. You have a very mm -hmm. like your eventing colors is like a like a like a bright yellow, right? Right. Is that for sure? Is that a strategic or is that just your favorite color or what? How'd that come across? I'm always curious. And yours is so kind of different than most um, Yeah, it was it was my favorite color when I was little, and um, it's just a happy bright color. And you know, I I've thought about changing it quite a few times, but the big thing is. Um, my mom likes it so much because she can always tell which horse and rider is me from across the field because <laughs> it's not such a common color so it sticks out and it's bright enough you can see it from anywhere that's cool so Very i decided that i just kind of stick with it i've toned it down a bit over the years but it's still in there <laughs> i uh, think that's awesome yeah no, smart I, I think the part. individuality is really good and for people to be able to see and and there's definitely you're right though there's definitely no doubt of who that is out on mm -hmm. course and like you say it's not in your face, but it's definitely like, I think that's the point of the colors is so we're able to identify people. And besides, right, for sure. Excellent riding ability. Right. right. <laughs> <laughs> that's awesome. So, Hey Woods, we always like to ask about yep. advice for any other young rider. So you're still a young man, but you're not that far removed from when you were that young, really hungry, you know, kid in junior high, high school, college age. What would be your advice to that young person that wants to, you know, go up and, and make it into sport and, and try and get after and follow the dream like you? I just really always focus, like make sure that you're focusing on the right things. I think a lot of times people get so caught up in focusing on what they just did wrong and what is it right and this and that. But if you can just really focus on what you actually need and what you're actually going for you can get a lot more done in a shorter time period than just trotting around the ring in circles for an hour. I think now the more I can think through what I'm actually, can actually get more out of 15, 20 minutes on a horse than I used to when I would trot circles for an hour and a half and get off having accomplished nothing. Gotcha. I like it. Mm -hmm. I like it. Is that something that you picked up in Germany or did you kind of pick that up even before? He, he actually, uh, Dirk would yell at me quite often. He'd 
um, say, why are you sleeping? Because... <laughs> That's very slick. Yeah. Yeah. You're doing the wrong things. He was like, you're, you're paying attention, but it's on nothing useful. Gotcha. It's like, you need to actually think about what matters and think about what you're doing. And when I did, all of a sudden, I could actually change something to make it better. Wow. How about that? Yeah, that, that's really that's good. Excellent, yeah. Yeah. excellent advice. Excellent Don't advice. waste any time. Hey, when you're on a horse, Karen, you're either training it up or training it down. Right. You're either training or right, untraining. Right, for sure. Either you're training or untraining. So. It's always a rider issue. It's never the horse's fault. That's what I say. Yeah. And if you look at it like that, then there's always something you can do to help the situation and fix it. Absolutely. Hey, when you were in school, were you like, uh, were you homeschool? Were you a regular high school and school student? Or did you, like, how did, would you go south for the winters and homeschool? Or what was your? So I, I went to normal high school. And uh, my junior year, I took some online classes to graduate. Uh, so I actually had the credits to graduate at the end of my junior year, and then my mom said that I should have a normal high school experience. So I ended up being uh, forced to take my senior year. <laughs> anyway, even, even though I had taken the extra credits. Um, but, you know, it worked out because then we took only three classes in five study halls. And we, <laughs> we had an open campus, so I could come and go to school and be with um, all my friends and have a normal high school. But during my study halls, I could actually drive out and the barn was close enough. I could drive out to the barn and ride a horse or two and then come back for my end of the day classes. Gotcha. Oh, wow. So you never really did the Ocala or Aiken winners until after you graduated. Yeah, we have um, a funny, we call it midwinter break. It's a week in February. And so I would go week in February and uh, train down in Aiken and then at the end of the week I'd do uh, Paradise Farms uh, and then drive up home that Sunday night and go back to school. Wow, that's hmm. awesome. Mm -hmm. Well, it's good to know, uh, you know, and college, was college ever in the in the cards or was that never? So, so I, I, I did start in college. I did a semester at UK um, and then I went to Florida for the winter and did a semester online uh, and I didn't do too much of it. <laughs> <laughs> and so my parents were not so happy and I did, took a summer courses and got those done, but I, you know, it was quite rough. So then I actually transferred and did a semester in um, Virginia, uh, about half an hour commute from Sharon's barn. And then after that, I said, I just, it's not for me. And, you know, I'm exhausting myself and spending time for a degree that, you know, I know for sure I want to do horses. And for that, I don't really need the degree. And I could be putting the money into something uh, more useful looking forward. And so I actually took that money and that's how I um, purchased Maverick McNamara. Hmm. Well, that's cool. Mm -hmm. That's interesting. Yeah, it is. Well, at least you didn't go blow it, you know? <laughs> go blow it. So, 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 yes. So I have about maybe one, one and a half semesters worth of credits. 
There you go. That's, that's why but, me, Karen. Yeah. <laughs> I would not have the discipline to do online or like homeschool to home study type of stuff. I wouldn't. Yeah, have for sure. Stuff. It's it is possible. I know I have friends that have done it and that are doing it. But for me, it just wasn't something that mattered too much that I didn't have too much interest in it. And I would rather put that time and energy into something that is really important to me. There you go. Mm, yeah. There we go. Uh, so, Woods, as we're winding things down, we love to give a shout out to your sponsors and supporters. So, you, can you tell us who you have going on? Yeah, I actually just joined on and uh, was lucky enough that World Equestrian Brands has stepped up to help me out a bit. Uh, so, I was really excited about that. And uh, they're all of the stuff's fantastic. I would. Uh, Amerigo Saddles for a very long time and that's part of their group and so I was just thrilled when they agreed to help me out. Yeah, if you're going to have good. one sponsor, that's a good one to have. Yeah, man. sure is. Someone hooks you. Yeah, for sure. <laughs> now, do you, have, do you have a dream product that you would like to be sponsored by? Uh, it depends on how big you want to go. Let's but go big, baby. Go big. Let's go you, know, big. I would, you know, I'd love to have you know something crazy like a truck sponsorship for maybe a trailer sponsorship. I've always, you know, I really like the Pegasus trailers. They have the air ride, and I think they give the horses a really good ride so that they show up fresh to the competition. But the only way I'd ever get one is if I was lucky enough to have a sponsorship for one of them. Pegasus. Right, Pegasus. We know Come you're on. listening. We know you're out there listening. <laughs> Woods needs you. <laughs> what a wonderful ambassador. Yeah, yeah. Do you have a favorite truck brand? Are you you got to have like a Yeah, I I'm a Ram guy. He's a Ram guy, Karen. Well, how about that? Oh yeah. Oh yeah. Said, oh yeah. <laughs> Everyone has a preference in yeah, their they do. What type of truck do you like, Karen? I like Fords. I'm a Ford guy too. Oh. No. <laughs> <laughs> you need the Cummins. <laughs> Oh man, well, that's fantastic! So listen, so that's it. We got a matchup. What a, a, a neon yellow Dodge with a, with a trailer, right? And we're in business, right, Karen? There you go. Neon neon yellow trailer to match. Yeah. Oh gosh. Would you do it if they said, "Here you go," but it has to be neon yellow? Are you in? Oh, uh, you know what? I let's do it. I, I'm in. Okay. <laughs> you know what? I'll, I'll just put my my dark sunglasses on, there, so it's all good. There yeah. you go. You'll be having bees like landing on a truck truck. <laughs> you know, I'm a firm believer, and I think Karen is as well, that you know, when you put things out there in the world and you say it and you you vocalize it and you say it, I think it, it, it goes out into the universe and mm -hmm. somehow it comes back. So I think that uh you know, it's kind of like a karma thing. Good karma, bad karma, when you put it out there that you like a product. Yeah. So you never know. You never know. You won't be the first yeah, we'll person. See. <laughs> you won't be the first person ever got a sponsorship through talking about it on the no, show. So no, you never. <laughs> Come on, Ram and Pegasus. Yeah. <laughs> so Woods, we don't want to hold you up from your vacation. It sounds very strenuous. So <laughs> as we went, exhausting. Yeah. How long are you there for, by the way? Uh, I'm here for six days, and then I'm actually headed down. Uh, I'm flying up to Florida for a wedding. For nice. Uh, another two days. So. Oh jeez. Hey, listen. You Keep into the warm weather. You work hard, yeah. and you got everyone. You, you have to charge it. the batteries for sure. So, you know that's one thing that uh, the eventers and the riders, you know, uh, they work so hard, Karen. Mm -hmm. You know, so when you get that break, absolutely enjoy every minute of it because we know it's seventy-hour weeks. You know the the other, uh, you know, fifty weeks of the year. You know, 
So, so for I, sure. As we wind things down, we always just how do people contact you? So when 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 Ram and Pegasus trailers want to kind of catch up with you, how do people like follow along, contact you, social media? What what uh, what? How do people get in touch and follow along the journey? Yeah, I have a um, a Facebook and an Instagram. Um, just Woods Boffman. Uh, I also have. Uh, you can always email me at uh, woods at ncbeventing.com. NCB and then, eventing. What's NCB? Yep. What's NCB stand for? <laughs> it's it's actually my proper initials. Oh. W- w- woods is a shortened version of my full name. Oh, okay. Do you want to share with us what your what NCB stands for? <laughs> uh, it's uh, Norwood Cowgirl Boffman. Norwood Cow- Cowgirl? Mm-hmm. It's a mouthful. That's that's an awesome. Yeah, it is. I like it. Holy smokes! (laughs) I think I would go by that. But hey, that's just me. (laughs) Sounds very Uh, regal. Yeah, it does. Heck yeah! But Woods Uh, is cool too. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Was there anything else I cut you off there? I apologize. Was there any other uh, information you wanted to get out there? Um, yeah. I mean, you can always just private message me, and you know, I'm much quicker with my phone, but. So if you just private message me, I can uh, send my number and we can get talking. Super, Perfect. super. Karen, was this awesome? This was great. Woods, 23 years old. Wise words from Woods, I think, was the theme of the show, mm-hmm. Karen. Yeah. And I said, <laughs> I know. <laughs> I know like a joke, but it, I'm very sincere. I think that uh, everything you said sounds so awesome to me in that time in Germany. sounds like it's definitely, it clearly has helped because the results are happening, so. So we're. Uh, oh yeah. Now, are you? So, do you think? Uh, just in closing, do you think so? Is next season all about getting qualified for Kentucky? You think is that the is that the that that's the game plan? I, I hope to get them out um, early enough. I I'm not a big fan of running a lot of events. Um, I think it's a little. Un- I think it's quite hard on their body and a little unfair. So you know, you'll you'll see me out a few times, and then I'll head out to Bromont. So. I'm, I'm thinking maybe a prelim and then um, a four-star or two, and then I'll head up uh, to Bromont four-star long, and we'll see how that goes. And if that goes well, then we'll find another one and head there for the fall. Awesome. Sounds awesome. We're going to be rooting for you, Woods. Yeah, we will. Awesome stuff. So, well, Karen, this was fantastic. This was great. We'll have to find Woods the next time we're out. Oh, yeah, Woods. We're going to track you down. We're going to get a selfie with you. That's what we do. <laughs> for sure. Always happy to hang out at the shows. Awesome, buddy. Well, thanks again for coming on the show. We sure do appreciate it. Yeah, for sure. My pleasure. Thanks for listening. We hope you enjoyed today's podcast. You can leave us a review on Apple iTunes or visit us at MajorLeakEventing.com. Cheers.